That's when my parents got married. So That's when I was born. Those represent my parents. <laughs> Honestly, the year. I hate you so much. You keep saying <laughs> you got something for me. Like, man, I don't know something why we didn't do this. In the pr- I don't know why I didn't think about it. I'm gonna wait. Smart. No, apparently not. <laughs> yeah. So, just so you know, this is the post podcast I am and recording right now. And this is. is we're extremely loosey goosey. The podcast, so. Well, if the main podcast is any indication, <laughs> you're going to have to explain that. <laughs> Max Boots is going to walk all over you. The love is of King Boots and Dyke. Why? <laughs> what What is that a reference to do with anything? Just we all have silly names. I don't know. I, I guess. I feel like I don't, I don't have a silly last name at all. King. King King Dyke Boots way. could be a porn star name. Yeah. That's well, yeah. You, you put it together with your you, you ludicrous put, last <laughs> names. Yeah, you guys are fucking cartoon characters. I'm a regular human being. I guess if you tack it on that, that's that's the saying of like if you have uh, a pound of ice cream and then ten pounds of shit, you just have uh, twelve pounds of shit. I don't know if that math adds wow. up. But are you saying that we're the shit? Yeah, we're the shit. <laughs> also, you said real ridiculous names. Yes, uh, Chris is spelled with a K. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> it's like an alt right like it is Doc Martin wearing motherfucker. <laughs> Terrible, it's awful. Uh, it's a, the the Chris with a K is one of those things where, you know, I know that I mean that's the thing. Dyke uh, Boots and I know you as Mike Dyke. We knew you that whole time, and then you changed it to Dyke Michaels. Yeah, uh, well, le- legally was, there was yeah. some yeah. legally changed it. Legally changed it, and that's the thing. Is like I considered going C H R I S because my name is spelled K R S because it's always. I always have to correct people. My name is never spelled right. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I would lose the little anecdote about when people in every call I've ever been on or every conversation I've ever had, my name is Chris with a K like a lady. I lose that conversation. And honestly, if I don't have that as an intro to talking to people, I have nothing. I have nothing. What, what, what are you even doing? Nothing at all. Hi, and welcome to the After Brunch Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Dyke Michaels. With me, unfortunately, is your co-host, <laughs> Chris with a K, King. Like yeah. a lady. Like a lady. Like a lady. <laughs> And uh, sticking around from the podcast, uh, Max Boots. How yeah. you doing? Good, good. Thanks for having me back. How are you doing? You can't ask how somebody's doing. Like it's like they're hanging out. You're like having a good time. You're like we've been. He's a, acting been, like this is a second day. This, yeah. yeah, we're we're on the same day. We've been talking for hours. We just remade some drinks and sat back down. <laughs> guys, you guys are you guys are just butt fucking the fourth wall here because <laughs> you see this is gonna be released days later. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. So it's, it's a whole it's a whole new thing. Yeah, guys, if right, you so guys, haven't thanks listened, for having me back. I had a great to, time the other day. <laughs> As your last minute guest, it was a wonderful time. If you guys have not listened to the original podcast with Max Boots called, uh, believe these boots are made for these walking. boots are made for walking is what the title is. Yeah, please absolutely. go back and listen to that first. You guys are going to be lost here. You're not going to know who the guest is. You're not going to get the inside jokes. Mm-hmm. This is the companion piece to that podcast. Yep. Go back and listen to that podcast, and then listen to this one because uh, these are two friends of mine, Max Boots and Chris King. That I've known for the better part of the last ten years, yeah. and we're going to be sharing some some wild stories of uh, debauchery, yeah. and intrigue. So uh, go back and listen to that. We'll pause. We'll wait for you. We'll be right here. We're not going to pause. Fourth wall, dude. Fourth wall, man. <laughs> I don't get the impression that we're going to have like a space. Like pause if you want. We're literally going to wait here for you to go listen to the original podcast. Take we're going to hold yourself. our breath. You know how Spotify works. Pause yourself, motherfucker. What are you doing? Uh, so and then we'll be right here when you come back. We'll be here. 
So I am, I, I don't do this ever. I, you know, Dyke, I always let you lead the podcast. I let you take the reins. I'm just, you know, I'm here to support whatever you're doing. I would like to take the reins a little bit. Take on it. This one. Okay. So the, you know, like you mentioned, you, me, and Boots, we've been friends for a very long time. I mean, honestly, you know, you guys are some of the first people I met when I moved here almost 10 years ago. We've just been friends forever, which is great. So we have a million stories. Um, and I think... I would like to, we kind of reference it in the actual podcast in the episode. Real the quick, t- do you want to explain why we have a million stories? Yeah, because just, I would. Just a little setup. Yeah, yeah, okay. Th- thank you. It's like, uh, have you, you've been on a podcast before, right? Is <laughs> it your no. first time? No, you tell us what to do. You son of a bitch. So. Uh, <laughs> he, he understands how a story works. Though. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. I know how you get ahead of yourself. Yeah, yeah, you know, you're right. I get excited. I got so excited. I'm just excited. Uh, yeah, so Boots and I were roommates for about a year. And really the, what I would call the golden age. Of, our, of my time in Indianapolis, for sure. Like, I was working at McNiven's at the time. Uh, like, I think at the time, you were still working at McNiven's at the time, too, when we lived at 16th and Penn um, was the place. We had... 21st and 21st Penn. 21st and Penn, sorry. 21st and Penn. I lived all over Penn. 21st and Penn, it was a huge place. That was way too big. That place is awesome. It was insane. It was amazing. Um, we had the one of the best Thanksgivings I've ever had there. Yep. It was awesome. Um, I... You know, I think that, but the story, I guess, so yeah, so Boots and I lived together for, for about a year. We also live with our friend GJ. And then, like, you know, like many of our friends, you made a couple of appearances at that apartment. It was just, um, it was, it was essentially, it was the after podcast of our life. It was a shit show. We just had a good time. Um, I don't None think, of us had any responsibilities. Zero responsibilities. It was only just show up to your bar shift the next day on that's time. Right, that's, that's, right. a, that's the only thing that mattered in our lives. Yeah, yeah. Boots, you and I were both in school at the same time, too. Well, that was that, too. Even though I was, like, <laughs> 10 years older, you were the appropriate age to be in college, and I was the old man at the back of the class, like, correcting people, like, well, what I, here's here's the information I can give, because I'm 40. Let me pull out my abacus. <laughs> but I would, uh, if you're okay with it, yeah. and I asked you before we recorded that you were okay with it, so you have to be okay with it, I would love for you to tell the story of the time that Boots and I, we were both on holiday, we were both out of town, uh, I was in Ohio with my girlfriend at the time, and then I think Max, but you were probably your parents, right? Yeah, something. Or we went on vacation for, yeah. to get away for the holidays. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I think I was on a cruise. Nice. For when my, those were those were allowed. Yeah, for uh, my <laughs> sister's 16th birthday, I think. That's my parents right. surprised them all. Went on a cruise over the holidays. So our other, our third roommate, GJ, kind of had the place. He had the run of the place, which is we, not a good thing. No, and we told him just don't burn it down, which I think he almost did couple times yeah, pretty close and then but dyke you were there uh when, when we were there and if you wouldn't mind could you please tell the story of that time that you were over a place where the only highlight that i remember from that story is you throwing your own underpants out the window i don't know why you would blow the climax of a story like that's that. not that's at cool. all there's so much more to that story that's so much better i think that's a that's a droplet that is not a spoiler at all i think you're downplaying how great that story is yeah, I would. I, I think it's funny that we're like, get the three of us together. And you're like, can you tell the story that neither of us are involved in? <laughs> but that's one of my, I mean, honestly, we had a lot of good times with that. You know what, though? If you think about it, you know, the fact that Dyke brought that up, I can't recall a time where the three of us were actually in an apartment together. Yeah, I don't. Am I, I right? Mean, I mean, no, there were some times. I'm sure. Dyke fell through the wall that one time. But we were gone. <laughs> I was That's there. a great no, that it was, wasn't like, I was there, I thought. No, no, I was. I don't think so. I think so. you were gone. I think I was there. It was like me, him, and GJ. I feel like him getting... falling through the wall was like you and I were the mom and dad coming home. And then 
GJ didn't want to tell us that there was a hole in the wall. And then he's like, hey, guys, sorry. Which, honestly, you know, what's funny, uh, Max, is you and I are not the same age at all. I'm a good 10 years older than you. But we were really the mom and dad of that apartment. <laughs> I remember the time that you and I were in a Target and we got into a pretty heated altercation oh, about some Shasta. Sh- was it Shasta? Shasta? What? No, what it was we it? We got a heated about something. Not was it? Was it curtains? No, <laughs> it was. It was some kind of soda water. It was some stupid. Oh, it was. Um, oh, I remember sparkling water. Yeah, like, yeah. and we we got into a pretty heated debate, like a married couple in the middle of Target, yelling at each other whether or not we'd have enough soda water. But it wasn't Lacroix. Wasn't like a thing at the time. No, I can still see the can. It's like a turquoise can. Yeah, yeah, I, just, yeah. I can't remember. Not Shasta is not a thing. No, I don't know if that's that. what it is. But, but anyway. it's us yelling and like everybody loves Shasta. I'm like, no, no one wants that. Anyway, taking away from Dyke's story. Uh, so if you Dyke are okay to tell that story of the time that you came over to the place, we were gone. GJ was there, and whatever you want to include is fine. Yeah. So the story is always a bit, a bit rough starting off because. Um, it involves a, a little late domestic violence, <laughs> um, but that was in the that was in the early aughts, so that was actually that was totally fine. That was totally fine. No, I was like uh, I was hanging out with uh, I was hanging out. I was trying to get my friend to call in and talk about it. She was like, "I'm sober and in a bad mood." Like, all right, well, I guess we won't be telling that story. Then. Uh, but we were all hanging out. Uh, my my friend Meg comes in. She lives in California. She comes in uh, maybe once or twice a year. Yeah. And we are just real ball busters with each other. Like, yeah. that's our whole dynamic. And um, it was uh, uh, my our, our old mutual friend, GJ, who lived at the house. Mm-hmm. And and I were hanging out. And I was like, hey, I have these friends from California. They're coming in. And he was like, oh, okay, cool. So we're hanging out at a Mass Ave Pub. 745, uh, late night. A black hole. Rarely and, a good idea after midnight. Yeah, we're all drinking. We're no all... no one ever went to the 745 and like, then I went home, went to bed, and had a great night. <laughs> didn't, then I didn't commit a light act of domestic <laughs> Just, violence. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's always debauchery after, ensues after that. So we're we're hanging out, and uh, we get a couple drinks in, and, and Meg and I are just, are just originally just like throwing shade at each other, and... Uh, she just starts ripping into me. Like, she's just throwing zinger after zinger after. And, like, I kind of, like, kind of, like, grabbed her around the, the the scruff. And I was just like, oh, Meg, you got me. And I kind of shook her. Yeah. But I've been drinking a little bit. And right. I shook her a little bit too hard. <laughs> and she fell wow. in, in, into an arcade game. Things you could have left out. And, um, Continue. And, uh, <laughs> and it was it was one of those things. I don't know if you ever, like. Like uh, like uh, horse played too hard on the nope. playground when you were a kid. Oh yeah, yeah. And then someone actually got hurt, and then you looked at them because like like please don't tell the teacher. Oh, no. Yeah, it was it was one of those. It yeah. was like my oh. dad broke my mom's collarbone <laughs> in high school. But you know what? The funny yep. thing is, what I was thinking is like I remember when I was in grade school, I didn't know what to do with my emotions. So if I liked a girl, I would punch her right in the face. <laughs> That's how you got Amy? I got it. <laughs> no, Amy would kill me. I think that that's the thing is like at this day and age, if I were to do that, that was in the 80s. It was okay. But if I were to do that now, I would be in jail. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. So uh, basically, you know, like I like we're hanging out. We're having a good time. But what the rest of the bar sees is like uh, a big black guy just shake a white girl and throw her into an arcade <laughs> Tiny game. Tiny white girl. Yeah. Very small. Yeah. And then... Um, and then, and then the best the best part is like it was like a record skipped. It was yeah. just like everyone got quiet. Everyone looks over, like everyone swivels, swivels over and looks at us. 
And I'm just looking at her like, my, f- my fate is in your hands now. <laughs> like, I don't, like, oh my God, what have I done? And uh, she just, she just, she's on the floor still by the arcade. She goes, it's okay. It's okay. I'm having his baby. <laughs> Which I thought was the quickest retort. And like, everyone just went, <laughs> and I like, I'm like trying to be red. And so then we like, we finish her drinks. We're having a good time. And then GJ's like, hey, you guys want to take this back to back to my house? He was uh, alone. He yeah. Had, and we, this is the thing I have to say. Uh, we had this apartment, one of the biggest apartments. Even now, I own a house. And I don't know if my own house is that much bigger than that apartment. Because that thing was like. It was it was huge. And yeah. it was also all one floor. Yeah. So it just like felt like it just kept going and going and yeah. going. It was three bedrooms. We had a room that we never did anything with. We had an entire room that we never went into. I think technically it was a dining room. We just had like a random couch in it. Yeah. We had a sunroom. We had the living room. We had the kitchen. Yeah. But we were, Boots and I, we were gone. Uh, So DJ had the run of the place. Nobody was there. Yeah. And so he invites everybody out. And I'm like, that's cool. And I remember like leaving... So it's me and the two girls. GJ's on his bike. He's like, I'll meet you there. I'll beat you there. Yeah. And we're like, okay. And I had been over there before at least once or twice. Yeah. So I thought I knew where I was going. I also kind of had to like poop. <laughs> like, like while we were leaving. But I was like, it's it's real close. I'll be, yeah. we'll be there soon enough. <laughs> Both are real close. You yeah. have to poop and the apartment. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So, so we go there and we're just like driving around and driving around. And I realized in my drunken state, like, I'm not a hundred percent sure exactly where you guys live, and I can't really seem to find it. And I'm, every time I call GJ, it just fucking rings and rings. He never picks up the phone. Yeah, that man owns a burner phone. So <laughs> I'm just like, now the poop's getting more real. <laughs> and I'm like, we finally find the place. I, I literally think it was. I think the drive from Mass Ave to that place is in a car is five minutes. No, tops. Tops. five minutes tops. with tops. traffic. Five minutes south. We're very, very close to yeah. Mass Ave. A half hour later, <laughs> we find a parking spot. And it's nowhere actually near where you guys live. Like, it was still like a hefty walk. So I'm yeah. walking and so like, by the time we get actually close, I'm like, I really, I really have to go now. And like, it's so bad that I'm like, if I wasn't around two women right now, I would just go shit on the side of this building. <laughs> like, that's how deep it is. Okay. And then we get there. And I'm calling GJ. It's still going to voicemail. And now I'm thinking like, well, something's going to have to happen here. Like, <laughs> we're at a crossroads. Yeah, we're at a crossroads. <laughs> this is getting serious. And then finally GJ wakes up. GJ had rode his bike home and then <laughs> took a nap. You? And then yeah, took a nap and just fell asleep. He yeah. knew we were coming over. <laughs> yeah, but that's how fast he, he is. That was, Do you know how that... many times he fell asleep at Mass Ave Pub and I had to like slap yeah, him in yeah, the yeah. face to wake yeah. him up? But uh, GJ was the only person I know other than myself who's fallen asleep. One, fallen asleep on a bike before. And two, <laughs> I, I didn't know it was real. I've done it. And then GJ's like, oh, I've done that too, which is crazy. Uh, and then he's just that fast that he's like, hey, I have some time. I'll take a 10-minute nap before they yeah. show up. Power nap. So he, <laughs> so, so he finally wakes up. And he's like, oh, you guys are downstairs. And so I was, there was such a wave of relief that washed over me <laughs> knowing that I was going to be in the bathroom soon. But the thing about this house was you guys lived on the third floor. That's right. There was, there was two flights of steps up to mm-hmm. the, up to the third floor. So I wasn't, it wasn't completely home free yet. Not yet. You got to make it there. <laughs> but I was so relieved at the fact that I knew that I was close. Mm-hmm. And so GJ came down and he opened the door. And uh, by the time I went up, it was like just the first rung of steps I knew something wasn't 
okay. you're only halfway through the obstacle course to get up. Yeah, to yeah, that, yeah. To get up to the that seems like the hardest part because you have a bunch of like kind of steep stairs, and then there's a. We were in a. It was a little bit of a shotgun, especially in the bathroom. That the bathroom, bathroom's all the way to the back, yeah, so that's yeah. another. And that building took up the whole block. Right. So that was a right. whole. You had to run down the hallway, which took up an entire city block. Right, 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 right. And the thing <laughs> is, too, is like I only remember being like either drunk or hungover in that apartment. So that bathroom being that far away was a nuisance. Well, Gigi and I, after you moved out, because we bowled in that ba- in that hallway. <laughs> I found a yeah. duck pin bowling ball, and we set up beer cans, and we went and bowled. You should. It's That's, that long. It's so long. So I, you're almost up the stairs. I got around the corner, <laughs> and there was just a rumbling down below. <laughs> And I was just like, well, now we're getting to the point where I'm going to shit my pants. <laughs> I'm like, all I have to do is just clench it together. I'm like, I clenched it together. A little bit had already came out. <laughs> on, on the, yeah. on the like, level, like, on the second floor. It was second, a platform. Like, the, you have to yeah. walk. Yeah. So I walked on the second floor platform, and a little bit came out, but I clenched it, and I was like, I can hold this together. I can hold this together until I hit the toilet. Yeah. And then I realized I had a whole nother flight of stairs that I had to go up. And my body did something <laughs> that I had never really done before that day, where every time, like, I took a step up, just more shit came, like, <laughs> just bubbling out. And I have these two, these two hot girls behind me, and then GJ at the top of the stairs is smiling. <laughs> And I'm just shitting my pants (laughs) with every step as I go. And I'm just like, well, this is irredeemable. Like, this is like, like what? Like, I'm just, I'm just defecating myself in front of three people right now. But somehow, miraculously, none of them noticed that this was happening. I and think I, I think I think when you told me this story originally, you said every step I took created more poop. Yeah, and you essentially your legs had become a hydraulic. Pump it was for just yeah, they feces, just pumped out, so it was like yeah. it's like a water well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was every, that was one of the greatest analogies I've ever heard in my entire life. To this day, I'll I never have forget. To, it. I have to keep walking, <laughs> but every step just made more poop come out. <laughs> and so then I finally got up. The shame. And joy of getting into <laughs> yeah. the actual apartment of like I'm here and I'm just <laughs> covered and like it had just it had, it definitely had like gone down my leg wow into oh, my Jesus. socks like it oh. like it was like it you weren't pants though you pants yeah shorts I pants yeah oh if I've been wearing shorts like everybody would have known <laughs> what was happening like thank God for the denim yeah <laughs> and then I didn't say a word like he the door was just open I'm not sure where he GJ had gone to right the door was just open and it's a long shotgun hallway to the left yep um so it's I it's a just, journey to so get I, just, I just walked directly to the bathroom shut the door and then jumped in the shower <laughs> which is a weird thing to do very weird but when the best you, part about that apartment was they were in that front room yeah. and it was like Max said it was a good city block away from the bathroom, you so you anything. you could be you could be monstrously farting in that bathroom, and there if they're in the front room, no one no one is the wiser. I took the hottest shower I've ever taken. Him. I was like, I cranked it up, and took the hottest shower, and like w- every, waffle stomped everything. Yeah. Down and just... Everything was pretty good except the drawers. The drawers were yeah were ruined. Yeah. And so, like, I get out of the shower. Like, I'm clean now. Like, I've, I've washed all my sins away. <laughs> and and I, I know I'm going to have to go face 
whatever I'm going to have to go face when I got there. But yeah. I'm like, at least I'm clean now. And then I just see <laughs> this just ruined underwear. Yeah. And I, I balled it up and I put it, <laughs> I put it in the trash can by the toilet. And I was yeah. like, this won't do. Like, no. This is obviously. We had, our trash can was like the size of a large cup. Like, yeah. Like, like, like this is obviously just like a wadded up underwear <laughs> filled with feces. Like this is like Max and Chris are not going to appreciate this when they come back from where they're. So I was like, well, how do I get? And I thought about, I thought about flushing it down. The I thought I was like, maybe if I could just so flush it down did. the toilet. So did. And then I just had this picture of like an overflowing toilet yeah. and, then, and then the shitty underwear coming out. Right. And then I was like, how do I, I just need to get rid of this. <laughs> And I was like, well, what if I throw it out the window? And you guys had like a like a like a three inch by three inch window yeah, in the right. back. Very it was small, so very small. Went to an alley though. We yeah, went, went to a shady, shady alley. Yeah, so yeah. Like, a lot of drug deals could happen there, or just loop underwear you want to get rid of. Threw a shitty drawers up. Yeah, I, no one will be the one. I opened it up and I tried to throw it as hard as I could, <laughs> but unfortunately, it, it only went like like two feet out. <laughs> And then just straight down. It was so, it was so heavy. Then, <laughs> that was the problem. I don't know if you ever checked a dirty diaper outside a third story window before, but yeah. it was a lot like that. And then, and then, and then, like I mean, I mean, and I'm, I'm so fresh and so like I wash my hands. I think I was. I think I took. I, t- I think I took whatever cologne was available. Like. And I'm just like, oh, I know this is like, I'm just going to get ripped apart. And I walked back out. Because you're, at this point, do you think that they know that you've been uh, a poop factory for the last like 10 minutes? I think no matter what. How long do you think this took? 15 minutes. Okay, 10, okay, 10, 15. But I think, I think that that's the thing. I think people listening to this are like, this guy took a shower. They know what's happening. But that front room was yeah. so far away. I didn't from, realize that at the time. Yeah. So I think, I think to I think what I was thinking was like I walked in and directly took a shower. That's the weirdest shit ever. But they, yeah, that's but the benefit of that apartment. They you probably no never idea. heard the shower. No clue. Yeah. No, absolutely not. They yeah. probably thought like, man, Dyke took five minutes longer than normal in the yeah. bathroom. And yeah. like, well, and in that apartment, we had like five different window AC units running. Yeah, like it was, it was so, loud. Yeah, like, you could the do TV a lot. or like speakers were usually on somewhere. Yeah. Like. So I walked back out and no one ever, no one said a word about right. it, and I was like. How did how did I dodge this? Yeah, that's the magic how, of that. Part. How did I dodge this? Well, but my problem is I can't keep a story like that to myself. I know. I think you, you told, told us two days. Yeah, that's exactly back. right. That's exactly right. We came back on the wiser, and I think you told Boots and I. You told both of us. I think that exact same day. Yeah. And he told that. I think the only that's a benefit of that bathroom is that it was tucked in the back. So if you're in the front room, however, I do remember I I my bedroom was right next to that bathroom. And I remember uh, I was there, and my girlfriend at the time, we were in bed, and it was like 2 o'clock in the morning, and I remember, um, I'll never forget it. And I don't know why it was so haunting, uh, because I've been in the same position, but I remember just, just like hearing Max Boots go to that bathroom, and then just uh, some of the most disgusting vomit I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah, I'm, I'm a very, very <laughs> aggressive and loud um, thrower-upper. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Like, it physically hurts me to throw up. And yeah. it's like the most wretched sounds you've ever heard. It really heard. is. Like, and it's dead silence except for just his puking. Just, and, and I mean, that was the best, probably the best conversation me and that ex ever had is, is we were both like, 
staring <laughs> eyes wide open listening to this and and <laughs> and i remember she, it, it it ended and it took a while and it was like a good 15 10 15 minutes of you just puking and then in silence for another 10 minutes and then she said did you hear that and i said yeah i heard that <laughs> of course i heard that the whole that. block heard that <laughs> everyone heard that but that was so. Is that the end of the, the? I don't know if anything else happened after that, except that they you came out and, and they didn't know. Now, is that when one one of those girls was was that the time that you guys brought back? It was like an airline hostess from Seattle. Yeah, I believe so. That yeah. she was yeah. the other girl because I remember that teacher telling that story. I don't. <laughs> so, we <but> just, <laughs> just you know. there's so much. But that was. Do you stay the night though? Then and then that happened. No one was the wiser. And then yeah, we all just passed out. Yeah, and then it was just like I can't believe no one really like. <laughs> Yeah. So is that not when, and, and I don't mean to pile on by any means, because, right. But it, is that when you, is that the same night you fell through our wall, or was that a different night? Am I mistaken? Uh, I don't remember. I yeah. feel like I, I, I could be swayed either way. Right. I well, remember. I mean, so could I. It's been so long ago. Yeah. And let's be honest, we were all pretty drunk but, a lot but, of but, times. But, I, hours yeah. but yeah. I, I will say this 100%. Like, fell through a wall sounds like I was, I, like, I was drunk, stumbling. And like, like, like barreled through a wall. Like this is what exactly what happened. I was, uh, we were having a conversation in the hallway and I leaned against the wall like you would <laughs> in any place. Yeah. And, then, and, and then the wall just collapsed. <laughs> that sounds like in. that apartment. <laughs> well, I think though to your, to, 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 to that, I, I think that there was like a lazy Susan in that very same spot that he fell through. I think that's what happened. We're like, why would this whole happen? And then we found out that at the time there was like a lazy Susan that I think was there. What? I think that's how. Like, yeah. I think right, right right there because it was directly parallel from the Do kitchen. you know what a lazy Susan is? Not a lazy Susan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dumb waiter, dumb waiter. God okay. damn it. Dumb waiter. Lazy Susan uh, makes no okay. sense. Like, yeah. how would well, like, it's, okay. it, I'm an idiot. Yeah, yeah uh, a dumb waiter was right there because I remember. So, oh, so it was hollow through that part. Yeah, of the yeah. Wall. Because whatever the dude's name that was always working on our place. Because Chris Craig. Craig. I think because we he, also he ate, lived. He came over and had church's chicken every day at our every single day because he'd be doing work and he'd just come. <laughs> he'd he'd pick up lunch, sit there and eat and talk to us, yeah. and then just leave and we'd be like. But that's the thing is like did we he just. We were that that apartment was in a constant state of upgrading. Like yeah. they did do some really nice stuff in there. It just took. I mean, I don't know if they finished when you were there because you were. I think you were there. No. You're not longer than I was, but they were always like, no. "Hey, we're coming in to kind of clean up the kitchen." I'm like, "Well, that's awesome. We won't actually see the benefits of that because at some point in ten years, when you're done, we'll be gone." Yeah, yeah. So there was that, but yeah, I, I think that's what happened. Is but I do remember. I remember you telling us the story. We weren't the one. We weren't. We didn't know anything about the poop scenario but i just remember that max and i came home and i just remember we're not at the especially at the time we were not adults at all but gj was like hey guys like sat us down and said i gotta tell you something uh dyke was here and he fell through the wall and he was like just like worried about it It was like an episode of 90210 where he's like i'm really sorry that i broke the rules yeah it's like like, when your parents go out of town for vacation that's right and you have to throw a party and someone breaks a picture frame you have to be like and that's what happened like guys we had to remind him that he lived there too (laughs) (laughs) like you know but like like it it looked real bad like it it looked like uh you know somebody like ran and shoulder tackled the wall for some reason yeah yeah it really jason i think his name was jason 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 was his name yeah uh, but I was just like, I, 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 I've leaned up against lots of walls in my time. <laughs> yeah, I don't think... Never I don't, has this I happened. Think, I just remember being like, yeah, dude, I don't, I don't care. It didn't matter. I mean, I think at the time, the top of our washer had been stolen. So it didn't... Remember yes. I, or the dryer? I was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, when GJ walked out on the guy stealing it with a crowbar. Yeah. 
And he was like, and Called DJ the cops, like ended up knowing the cop that came to pick him up. He went to high school with him. Of course he did. He also knew the dude that owned our place, but he didn't want to say anything because apparently that dude got into an altercation with its dad, yes. who was a lawyer. And they're he both said, well, lawyers, and they were they were like arch enemies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they were arch enemies. Like, ooh, I don't want him to know who I am. Yeah. yeah. My favorite story about you two was, uh, or with you two was, it was your birthday, and we all did like a, a group bike ride on oh, Ma- man, on Mass Ave. Yeah. Like on a Sunday night. Yeah. And then uh, we ended up at 745 again. Of course. Uh-huh. I feel like all these stories are probably going to end up there. And then and then you had actually left, and it was me, Max, Boots, and GJ. And it was uh, almost, whatever, 3 o'clock, whatever, whatever they stopped serving on. Yeah, closing time. Closing time on a Sunday. So question mark. And, Especially if you're a server, it can go to like eight o'clock in the morning. I've been there when the sun comes up. And um, we all had um, birthday hats on from your birthday. <laughs> yeah. Still, because we had, like rode around with birthday hats on. And uh, it was like five minutes till close, and all of a sudden the door kicks open, and somebody comes in with a fucking shoulder mount camera. Yeah. Oh, God. Giant light. And like the, the, they're trying to find people to talk about the newly... Uh, the 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 new cultural trail that was brand new had just right. been approved, had not even broken ground. Yeah. Wanted people's opinion on and how it was going to affect downtown. Not the Monon though, right? The Monon. No, this no, was this is the cultural, cultural trail. trail. Okay, okay, this okay. was cultural was what, eight years ago. So this yeah. was this was like eight years ago. Yeah, yeah. and so this uh, was Chris. This was your like forty eighth birthday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had just turned fifty. <laughs> Seventy five today. And, and so they were like, uh, they were like, yeah. And who who wants to talk about it? And I was like, I'll talk about it. <laughs> And like I went up, and they were like, "Yeah, what do you think about?" It? I was like, "I like culture trail. Culture trails are good." And this was at the time when uh, there was that drama had gone down where like there had been like a shooting downtown, and like yeah. s- like Stu Stu had like told all the Stu ab- the owner of Ingdemans. Well, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we can just say Stu. Like people know that there are people listening to this conversation. That's a you know he had been like, hey, like be careful when you're downtown, and I was yeah. just like, no, like like all this stuff is great. Like I, I really want, but like I was so drunk, I was just like, yeah, yeah, down, yeah, culture trail real good, <laughs> culture trail real good, yeah, I like it. And then uh, I recorded that, yeah, put it on the air. And then, and, and, then, and then Max well, Boots kind of comes up in the middle of it, and he's like, I got this. And he was like, hey. And then Max Boots, Max Boots has been drinking as much as any of us. He can hold it, though. But he's just like, hey, here's the thing. Culture Trail is really good for Indianapolis, and let me tell you I why. I turned into Will Ferrell in old school when he was debating <laughs> and like against James Carvall and like blacked out. Yeah. I was like, well, actually, the political ramifications for the Cultural Trail yeah. will be seen exponentially throughout the years. And and then like came to like oh what happened? <laughs> and then when it aired, one hundred percent, Max boot like and, like I'm watching it happen. Yeah. Like he pushed me out of the way. I was like at no point was I like I can't believe he pushed me out of the way. I was like Max boot saved me, <laughs> and then he gave the most articulate yeah. answer that I've yeah. ever seen on live news. And then that was that was the end of the night. Like we went home, yeah. we all yeah. whatever, and then yeah. it was like and honestly I forgot about it. Because we've been drinking all night. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the next time I talked to, uh, and I forget her name, but like the, the server, bartender Trish? lady there. No, not, not Trish. None of it matters. The other. Uh, need to speak about that right now. She was like, she was like, I saw you on the news. And I was <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. what are you talking about? She goes, I saw you on the news here at 745. 
And I was like, oh, God, what did they play? And so she basically what they did was they showed a bunch of people like, and now we're going to talk to people on the street about, about the cultural trail. And they were like a bunch of people randomly, like during the day when the sun's out, like, I like cultural trail. I like cultural trail too. Cultural trail is so good. And then they cut to, and I was like, obviously they're going to cut to Max Boots. Yeah. Max Boots didn't even make the cutting room floor. They wow. cut his entire piece out. Well, I mean, he made the cutting room floor because they cut him. Yeah. Yeah. And then, they, and, then they, and, then they, and then they just cut to me at the very end. And it's just me, bald head, fucking birthday birthday, birthday hat, hat yeah. sideways. And I go, I like, I like concert trail. <laughs> and then like, back to you in the studio, Jim. And they go back to the studio and they go, is that guy wearing a birthday hat? <laughs> Back, Did they really say that? Yes. Back I forgot to the, about this story. Back to the guy in the field. Yes. A birthday hat. And that was the end of the segment. That's amazing. I don't remember. I wasn't around for any of that. No, like, you, you had left. I was gone. Yeah, 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 I just yeah. remember that birthday being amazing. That was an They awesome just time. wanted me being the special needs person at the end of that. <laughs> I like that they called it back. I think I think at some point they had because I I I give Max Boots a very hard time because we've been we've known each other forever. I you were just like you were a kid when we lived together. I didn't know that at the time. No, because, I was a kid when he asked me to live with him. That's right. That's the correction. I didn't know that you were a kid because you look for 10 years older than me. But I, <laughs> but I give him a hard time but Max Boots is probably the most charismatic person that you and I know. He's very, very good at talking to people, at, at you know, with the sales situation, obviously very good at his job. Uh, you and I are both in the service industry and spend our, honestly, the, our, our entire lives talking to people, but he's he's probably better than we are at doing that. I don't know if you'd say that. Yeah. Definitely at that time, he was better than you. Yeah, I don't know how to make money or talk to people. <laughs> no, 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 no. That But I think what happened- You what, guys are both very good at talking. <laughs> <laughs> what I think probably happened was they, they probably saw him do it and then like, well, that's- Nothing's funny about that. That guy just held his own. Well, that was the thing. No, he he did a great interview. Yeah. They wanted a train wreck. Right, right, right. right. Which but is think, why you go to Mass Up at 3. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, that's exactly right. That's a, that's a great point. Like, my, I, my point of view was like, Max Boots saved my life. Like, Boots came in and he was like just being really, just answered appropriately, like really articulate and like uh, whatever. And then, yeah, but they're like, then they saw that like, well, that's not, we can't really They were like, him. where's the guy that can barely talk? <laughs> What about the, the bald, bald guy, guy with the hat? With the sideways, <laughs> the birthday, sideways hat. birthday hat. Let's do that. That probably looks eight times too small on his head. <laughs> Can't, I don't remember any of that. I've heard, this, <laughs> I've heard that story so many times, and I just, I just, I I've never for, seen that. I had forgotten about it. I had forgotten about it. I used to have the clip saved somewhere, like in an old email or something, because I, I had downloaded it off YouTube on like my old college computer, Damn and now I. I just I wish I'd seen it. I wish I'm gonna Hardy it. Boys this mystery. We'll figure yeah, it out. Yeah, I'm sure it's out it. there. I mean, that's I want it. I've, never, I've only heard tale of it. I've, I've seen it. Uh, so the other thing that I the other agenda I have since it's the three of us, the other thing I really want to talk about was uh, Epic Sunday <laughs> when Max Boots and I were um, we. Start, it was just insane. It was we started off. It was right before we lived together. It was probably two weeks before you and I lived together. Mm-hmm. GJ was involved, but he was not a roommate at the time. He was just a guy we knew. It might have been. I think that was the first day I hung out with GJ outside of like yeah. seeing him at McNevins. Yeah, yeah. And we, uh, I don't remember how it all started, but we came to your apartment. And you were living in that at that place, which I remember you had a couch and an ashtray that was a hundred percent cigarette butts. It was all this is 
most cigarettes butts, butts I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, I was in college. And then, yeah. And then you had a refrigerator that had nothing in it except for a hundred, I think, Miller Lights or High Life. High like, Lives. Yeah, High Lives. A yeah. hundred High Lives. And <laughs> we just started loading that in the bag. So we started off with going to a softball game. Kickball. Kickball, that's right. We went to a kickball well, game. Well, first we, we went to do a shot at Elbow Room. <laughs> Jesus. Remember? And then <laughs> so, to, to see, we went to see our friend Emily. Yeah. And while in there, a buddy of mine I went to college with was in there buying cigars for the kickball game he was playing right. across the street. So we went and joined him in kickball. Yeah, that's right. And we didn't play. We didn't play. We just drank and watched. And I just remember you knew at least one girl on that team. We didn't know anybody else. And you just kept yelling her name. I do remember that. I don't remember, I don't remember who. <laughs> don't it was. remember that girl's name. We don't need to bring it up. But nope. as you were like, it was like, let's for instance, like let's say her name was Nate, like Nancy, and like every five minutes you'd be like, "What up, Nancy?" Like you just kept yelling that. And just to be clear, all three of us were already hammered at this Absolutely. time. It was like one in the afternoon. It was a Sunday. We yes. had nothing to do. It was one in the afternoon. Wasted. So then we got on our bikes and we decided to go to Bruges. And I think for some, one reason or another, we all had. It was, uh, what was it, like 2010, 2009? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So right. we were all on track bikes, of course. Yeah. And we all had, everybody had track bike. And for some reason, Max's bike didn't, he did not, it, it wasn't actually. Uh, I hub stripped. Hub stripped, yeah. So you couldn't break. So couldn't we, break, instead of stopping have. the, instead of stopping the adventure, we just kept taking the moan on. And, and I, were, I said, I can just shove my foot in my tire and I can right. slow down that way. Just <laughs> let right. me know if there's a car coming yeah. across the street so I, so I can stop in time. And I, I got to tell you, I, and I, I, I feel like I talk about this way too often. I'm sure you guys will both agree, but I was a messenger for a long time in Chicago. For three years, I, I, was, I delivered, I rode a bike professionally. I think the, We get to, it, man. You delivered Jimmy John's. To date, the greatest, I didn't deliver sandwiches, but I to date, the greatest ride, the greatest riding I've ever done, I will always say, was that that day because I was I, I, I rode double fisting beers. I was riding as fast as I've ever ridden and uh, it was amazing. I remember taking also, a, at one point none of us had were holding our handlebars. Mm-hmm. GJ was grabbing beers out of the back of his bag yeah. while pedaling and throwing them at us. Yeah. And we were catching them. It was amazing. Cracking them and slamming them. <laughs> we were them. superheroes. <laughs> I think it was we, the most reckless thing I've ever done. Probably. I think if we were sober, we'd see ourselves, and it was just him like haphazardly handing to us, and like I don't know what my thumbs do, and that's how it worked. But so we would ride ahead, and we'd say all clear, and then you go in, and then we went to. There were Bruch. a couple of times they'd said all clear, and it wasn't really all clear. <laughs> yeah, no, that was <laughs> funny. I, like, I that was almost funny. got hit by cars <laughs> a couple of times. I just thought it was hilarious. And then we went to uh, Bruges. We did a couple, uh, drinking and and whatever. But I think the thing to highlight, I guess, is the ride home. Like, we spent time in Broad Ripple. We got wasted. We had a friend pick us up, and she's, she's like, you guys need food. Yeah. So she took us to Average Joe's okay. yeah. and to get pizza. And yeah. she before we go, she's like, no drinking. Yeah, yeah. We're like, you're right. Thank you. Like, appreciate you looking out for us. Let's go get pizza. Yeah. The minute we walk in, three two hearts. <laughs> <laughs> and just so we just start slamming more two hearted. Yeah. Get some pizza in us. So it's like it's time to go. Our friend had left by then. GJ yeah. had left because he lives in that part of town. Yeah, yeah. So it was up to Chris and I to ride back downtown on the Modon. So on the bikes, Max yeah, I don't have brakes. Doesn't have brakes, and I am drunk and I am angry, <laughs> and I'm just I have no tolerance for anything. And we didn't live together at the time. We just had to come back home. We, we lived about a block apart. From yeah, yeah. So, so we, we just I, I felt responsible. So we were riding back, and I think we'd have to introduce in this story to make it appropriate that. The girl that kind of was with us at the time, I was sort of uh, hanging out with sure. inappropriately. And she had a boyfriend. So 
we were writing back and you couldn't write back. Well, you're, you're skipping why I couldn't write back. Well, no, no, no. You, at the time, you couldn't write back because you were drunk, and then I pushed you into writing, and then yes. I shouldn't have. And we were on, again, we are on bikes that don't have brakes, and <laughs> Max got on his bike. I'm like, you can do it, and then you rode in. And then on the Monon, there are parts of the Monon where it's you're essentially on a cliff. It's, well, also, it's, it's, that section was pitch black. It's black. <laughs> pitch black. We shouldn't be riding, don't, have done that sober. And I made Max ride, and then he rode... And he was drunk, and then he fell off the cliff and disappeared, and I didn't know where he was. Right into the woods. Right into the woods, and he said he dislocated his shoulder, and I was angry at him, and I told him to shut up. <laughs> but yeah, and then I said, you can get on your bike again, and his shoulder was dislocated. So I was like, being drunk, yeah. knowing I dislocated my shoulder, because I'd done it before. Yeah. I was like, all right, you're right, I'll, I'll, we can tough, I can ride one hand at home, yeah. that's fine. But when I go to get on my bike, I put all the weight on that shoulder I just dislocated, and I collapse. Go over the handlebars yeah. onto that same shoulder and just hear it crack. Yeah, it was, I was bad. Like, Fuck. It was bad. Yeah, that's and so when, that's when Chris was drunk and laughing. It was like you went down like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> I was like, Chris, He's I broke. Dying. I was like, I broke my shoulder. I am an asshole. I cannot ride home. I am an asshole. You need to call somebody. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and so the only person that we could call was that that person who was living with a dude at the time. And I was like, I don't want to call her. That just so weird. He was like, I don't want cars. Like, I don't care. Yeah. I broke my shoulder. <laughs> we're seven miles from home. That's right. We were far away. There was no way. And I'm like, maybe we can just walk. And he said, shut up. Just call her. So I called her and she showed and And she's like, I'm on my way. Whatever. Very nice. And then I just remember Max Booth saying, I'm sorry. And then immediately puking into a bush. <laughs> <laughs> And then I felt terrible. We went home. She drove us home. We went home. And then the next day, you and I were going to IUPUI at the time. Okay. And you said, yeah, I had to leave my class. I went to the hospital. That's right. <laughs> I walked across the sky bridge to the IU Medical Center on IUPUI's yeah. campus and got x-rays. To date, your, your shoulder's still... I, it's still fucked up. There's, <laughs> there's a huge... There's a, they, they suggested surgery, but at the time, I, I, you know, being in the service industry, I wasn't going to be able to work for four months. I couldn't, yeah. couldn't afford to do that. Yeah. So I was like... I'll wear a sling and figure it out. Um, so it didn't heal right. But yeah, I, I separated, dislocated, separated, fractured, and dislocated Jesus. like different parts of my shoulder yeah. that night. And uh, it still hurts. Like I still can't do a, really do a push up. Yeah. So that just pops and cracks. Yeah. And the theme of that story is Chris King is an asshole. <laughs> well, I think the theme is don't get fucking destroyed and try and ride your bike in the pitch black. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With no that brakes. Was, that was a good time. That was a good time, though. Even though you you were you were broken hey, forever. Hindsight, <laughs> hindsight's always twenty twenty, guys. That's fine. Why are you you're putting your you're gonna go away now? I think it was going to go to you. We volleyed to you. Like, well, Dyke, what do you say? Okay, all right. Dyke's out. It's Dyke's now the Chris out. and Max show. Apparently, uh, what's funny is even though you and I have lived together for a long time, I have no idea what to talk about right now. What would you want to talk about right now in this post podcast? Well, Allie's asked me where I am, so... Oh, this is the thing about this. I come here... At, be... I come here at noon, right. and it should... We do an hour, so it should be... I come here from noon, I leave at like one, maybe two, and that's it. Every time I get here, I get here at noon, and I'm here until five. Yeah. It just, oh, it we can keep forever. going. I told yeah. her I wasn't sure when. It just takes... Other. It takes forever. Yeah. Um, what other... I, I, I feel like I've monopolized this thing where I was like, I just want to tell my stories. Do you have stories? We lived together for a while. I think uh, the other, I mean, the only other story I have is GJ related where I remember my, the, the very few times my dad showed up, I told him he could have all my DVDs. <laughs> and I think, I think at the time there was a, uh, a, a giant bong, I think in the closet. Yes. And GJ was walking out of the 
the shower at the time and he didn't know that it was my dad because my dad was in the closet give, going through DVDs I told him he could have. Yeah. I don't know if I was even there at the time. It was weird. And yeah. my dad was going through these DVDs. Gigi came out of the shower. There's a man that he's never met before, doesn't know what's going on. And my dad's immediate response was, there's a bong in here. And GJ <laughs> said, I don't know anything about that. And then immediately went <laughs> to his bedroom. Turned around and slammed the door. <laughs> just, and, and, and considered his like his like to-go bag where he jumps out the window and just leaves forever because he doesn't know if the cops are there or not. He's always got a go bag. Hey, do, you, go do you mind if I tell a story about your dad? Real yeah, quick? yeah, yeah. So do you remember when we moved into the 21st and Pinto house and yeah. me and you and your dad moved you out of your old apartment? <laughs> yeah. And you had canceled the air conditioning. Uh-huh. And this was August. Yeah. And we had already moved certain things out of the bathroom. I know where you're going. And your dad came home, came over from straight from church. He had his mm-hmm. communion cup wrapped up to take later. <laughs> he had a saran wrap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he goes and he... Goes in to, and uses your bath, turns your bathroom on, closes the door. Yeah, like, at the like, old place. At, at the, the old place. place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you turned off the AC. No AC. And, and I so, think, so about five minutes later, you're because I'm in. I'm I'm moving. We're we're moving right, things in and yeah. out. And, oh yeah. And, and and so like I don't really. But so about even five minutes later, you just there, hear yeah. him from inside the door. Just go. Hey, Chris. Oh, the dogs. There's no, there's no toilet paper. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, we'd, we'd already moved it. He's like, all right. Well, I'll just wait. And so you had to run down to like CVS yeah. and get him toilet paper. Well, he sat in a, that apartment was hot, hot, a 95 degree It was a bathroom. hot, hot summer too. <laughs> yeah. And that was like, turned off the AC. that was a Zender, which the Zenders don't even exist anymore. Like it wasn't like a great place I was moving out of. So we sat in that hot bathroom and I think I had comic books in there. So he's like, I'll just read these comic books. And like sat in there in his uh, poop filth until I went and bought toilet paper so he could just. And I just kept taking stuff down to the U-Haul <laughs> while he just sat in there and read oh comics on the toilet. Actually, that's a really good story about when we, the U-Haul day was a great day too. I don't know that there's a bunch of cool anecdotes other than we um, we had a U-Haul. And I think the the one thing I remember from that U-Haul was one, there was a B in the car. And like, you didn't react well with that B. I did not get along with the B. You lost your mind. And then I've almost, never... Almost crashed the U-Haul. <laughs> I've never been in a moving situation where anybody has taken a break from moving. Because we're paying for that truck by the hour. Okay. We took a break to, I think, the World Cup was going on. Mm-hmm. And women's soccer was yep. going on. So we watched that for an hour. So we had wings and got a little drunk. And we watched women's soccer. Then we took a nap. Yeah. <laughs> For an hour yeah. while moving, we took a nap. Everything was just still in the back of the truck. Still in the back of the truck. It was in the truck. We were at 21st and Penn. The place was empty. Like, all right, man, I'll see you in an hour. We just took a nap. Yep. And and I don't know what, but it was a probably a good 150 bucks. Worth it. Absolutely worth oh, it. Oh, totally worth it. Absolutely worth it. Right. Uh, so Dyke is back. And did you make a cocktail? Is that what that is? I did. What did you make? Um... No, I did not make a cocktail. <laughs> Why are you lying to people? I, I just poured a seltzer over ice. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why you're lying. Uh, so you guys have been talking for like 20 minutes, and I was like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And the second I got up, it's like, you were oh, he's going to the bathroom right in the middle. We're about to ask you what your opinion was. In. You were interjecting. But that was definitely like, that was the end of that. We were definitely closing out, and I was going to say, Dyke, what do you have? And I was going to move to that. And right at that point, this has happened. This is the second time this has happened where I was about to volley to you and like, Hey, I, I feel like this is a time where it's going to come to me. I'm going to use this opportunity right now to go to the bathroom, and I'm going to leave you guys hanging. But luckily, Max and I know each other. We could talk about something. I think the other time it happened, it was a person that I literally just met that day. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. 
trying yeah, to... At least we can fill in stories that probably no one listening will find funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's literally just us. But post-podcast. Post-podcast. Doesn't matter. Yeah. We can do whatever we want. There'll be, hopefully be a few people that know who, like, GJ is and yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Do you have any other... I can't think of any other anecdotes. I mean, I have anecdotes about you, but they're all... Uh, actually, in the same uh, line of, as the story you just told, which means poop, I, would, poop I would really. say it's not really an anecdote or, or a joke, but I'll say it's been. We were talking earlier that we've um, obviously Chris and, and Dyke and I have known each other for going on ten years now. Yeah, which is hard to believe. Yeah, and yeah. it's been really cool watching you guys grow, Chris, with your career, Dyke with your comedy and culinary career and all that stuff. Like, it's been really cool to see. Yeah, kind of how we've all gone from shitting our pants and breaking our bones <laughs> to. <laughs> You know, yeah, to, to yeah. actually like yeah. having a professional life and, right. and stuff not, like that. Not living in a dumpster. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. You have a table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember that time you got that table? <laughs> oh man, that was crazy. We're like, Dyke's never got a table. And sure enough, you got a table. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's been, it's been cool to see over the years. And it's crazy to think that it's been that long. And so I'd, I think that that's the benefit of, I always, I mean, I remember moving here and moving from Chicago and I love Chicago so much. And I was just like very angry about being in Indianapolis. I know I had to come here for school and it was the best move, but I just couldn't wait to get the hell out of here. Oh, sure. But I cannot imagine having the friends that I have now in Chicago. It's no. just a completely different situation. I have friends. I still talk to there, but it's just a completely different situation because I feel like we've all sort of grown up together, even though Max Boots is significantly younger than you the both of us. Stop saying that. <laughs> no, but I, I don't, I'm not saying, I don't want to say it to discredit you. Like, you know, Max, we're the same age. Like, no, you son of a bitch, you're 40 years old. But we've all sort of grown up together. And I think that that's the benefit of just having such a tight community this entire time. We've all got to see each other. We, Max, you and I grew up from a place where we, li- we were living in an apartment where I just remember our rent was literally nothing. And we were like, I hope I can pay my rent this month. Yeah. <laughs> and, and now we're just, we're adults who are like actually doing stuff. Yeah. And that's, that's freaking awesome. Yeah, I think our rent was 200 bucks a person at that apartment. It was nothing. <laughs> it was, it was absolutely nothing. It was just, there was nothing. I, I, I can't believe how cheap it was. And every, was. Every time we added a roommate, whether it was it was GJ or someone else, yeah. we just never told the landlord. And so we would, they would just, yeah. we would just keep dividing that. that it was initial four room. of us. I yeah. mean, when I was there, it was four yeah, of and us. And I think rent was like 850 a month total. 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 Well, he gave us a deal because he was always working on the apartment, which yeah. means we just we were basically paying for Jason showing up and eating Church's chicken. Yeah. Every ten minutes. Which, by the by, uh, I I don't think I've ever seen GJ as angry as the time that Church's chick, chicken shut down. He was so upset. That it was day. the worst. One. Of the he worst went to go get lunch one day and came home very quickly. And I was like, I was like, GJ, what, everything all right? And he's like, it it closed <laughs> with like a tear in his eye. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. It was the angriest I've ever. He doesn't get emotionally attached to anything except the only it's like, time. It's I, like finding out your finding out your grandma died. Like the she, only she's gone. The only <laughs> the angriest I've ever seen GJ was the time that Church's chicken closed, and then the other time was when uh, he found out that Max had eaten a bag of popcorn that he was unaware of. Max, do you remember this? I do not. You don't remember the time that you had popcorn and you had there was popcorn on the stairs? No, and, that that was Nick Kaufman. GJ and I argued about that for weeks. That was Nick Kaufman. <laughs> but that's my point, is that you had <laughs> yes. arguments that went on for weeks about who had the mysterious bag of popcorn. I don't eat popcorn. <laughs> and I remember, oh my God, it's still going on. I remember being in the middle of that, like you guys were arguing about who ate the bag of popcorn, and he was like pissed about it. I'm like, I don't know why I'm involved in any of this. That was a good time. Yeah. We won't get this far into it, but you know I'm right, because you remember how much Nick Kaufman loved sweets and snacks. I remember Nick Kaufman, anytime he was there, uh, he was such a... And like Swedish fish and like... Gummies were his big thing. Gummies and popcorn, man. But so he was just the most... 
I think to to date one of the most buttoned up guys that we know. Oh, I love Nick Kaufman. I love Nick Kaufman. He's about to finish his PhD. Yeah, but that's my point. Is he's a he's a professional. Even when we were like kids and stupid, like ten years ago, he was a buttoned up professional. But he when he came to our place, it was his Disney World, and he would just lose his mind. He would get destroyed. And he would just get destroyed. And anytime, anytime I would, here's how I would go. I would leave my bedroom. I would go to the refrigerator, and I'd see like uh, a ten sack. In the refrigerator. Oh, he loved White Castle. He loved yeah, White Castle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, I bet Nick Coffin's on my couch. And sure enough, Nick was on that <laughs> couch. Because he loved like, hey, guys, I'm in Disney World. Can we order a thousand White Castles? And that's yeah, all I knew. Yeah. We had an open door policy. Back <laughs> that's in the day. Right, like, that's we never right. locked that door. It's like, hey, if you guys get off work, come over. Yeah, Whatever. that's what it was. Nick Coffin spent the night at like me and my girlfriend's house, ex-girlfriend's house like one time back in the yeah. day. And uh, we went to like Jay Clyde's on our bikes, which is real close. Yeah. yeah. Short, super short ride. And then uh, we, this has happened to me a few times where like I got used to riding with you guys. Yeah. On bikes and like in blackouts and everything. <laughs> and then I realized that like a normal person cannot ride their bike when they're drunk. That's yeah. not what a normal human being can do. Yeah, yeah. And so there was a few times where I had to learn that lesson where just like I rode somewhere with somebody, drank, and then like got back on the bike, and they were just like bloop yeah. and, and fell over. And I was yeah. like, "What's your problem, man? Like, that's actually Chris no. King can ride to the moon and back. <laughs> that's actually not anymore. But that's actually a really good point. Like, I think that's probably what ties us together. Is like because Max Boots and I didn't really know each other, but Max Boots is one of the first people because he that's how we met each other. You had a bike, yeah. you had a fixed gear, and we could ride blackout drunk and then dyke and way too fast way too fast and like you were the same way you had a bike and we would get we would go to multiple places and we get stupid drunk and yeah. legs still worked legs still worked the, the, the bike that i had when i met chris king is now sitting right over there yeah. that's right that's right, right. That about that. i mean that's that's so funny because that is a piece of history i mean that's i remember going out and seeing that bike locked up to the like locked up to like the McDivis bike rack. Yeah, the McDivis bike rack. Yeah. I'm like, hey man, is that your bike? And we specifically talked about the terrible plastic seat that you had. Yeah. Well, it's actually super comfortable. I don't know how that works. Yeah, we get you rode it once, and you were just like, this is actually really comfortable. It was okay. It flexes. It was fine. It was fine. That was nice to my bike. But yeah, but that's the thing is like we just we I think that's what brought us together is like we could I think the thing that really ties us together is that we could get blackout stupid drunk as to ride a bicycle. That's what made it. Call yeah. those, how, we call how, those the golden days. However, I let I, I left with uh, Nick Coffin, and he he just could not stay <laughs> up on his bike. Yeah, and it was like we like we got like ten feet away, and he was like falling over on yeah. his bike. Yeah, I and miss I, I miss that dude. And yeah, I was, he's so, awesome. I was like, hey man, like um, let's just walk our bikes back. <laughs> let's just walk. Yeah. It's it, it's it's like uh, it's like a few blocks away. <laughs> so we we walk we walk our bikes. All the, we walk our bikes all the way back, and then like next day we go back to get his bike or something. I don't yeah. know to get back for something. And I just remember like going back to Jake Lights in the middle of the day, and this car came around, and they just see Nick Hoffman, and they're like, "Nice pants, <laughs> faggot." <laughs> He he always did. And I, this is coming from someone that wears tight pants. Yeah, he always wore tighter pants than me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But he had the legs to pull it off. <laughs> yeah, he that's sure a did. felt man. I think I think the last thing I know we're we're running very short on time, but I just remember um, I think what ties us all together is Max. You and I had a time, probably one of the greatest days of my, greatest days of my life, where it was you, me, and GJ were starting school at the same time, mm-hmm. and a couple th- a couple stories <gasps> of that first day, which was awesome. One story was that I remember um, you and I rode in on our bikes. That was when we were very fast and rode bikes all the time. 
And I remember seeing Nick Hoffman that same day, and he said, I was stuck in traffic going to IUPUI. And if you've ever driven to IUPUI, you know that that little strip of road is just back-to-back, like you're stuck there, you can't yeah. move. But you and I know that when we were on our bikes, we blasted through that. That's yeah. amazing. And, the and split lane the whole way. Oh, my God. We just hauled ass the entire time. And then Nick Kaufman said, I was sitting in traffic like 20 minutes late for class just trying to get a parking spot knowing I couldn't move. And I saw a bunch of jerks just blown by me on, like, bikes. And it was, uh, it was this guy. And he pointed right to me. And, like, he just talked about how just, we just blew through it. And, and that, was, that was awesome because we just – that was when we just rode everywhere. And I, I don't even know if I had a car at the time. But then the other really, really good story of that was, again, going back to GJ, was one, he <laughs> yeah. let us know that uh, he had eaten my peanut butter, and he wanted to be honest about that. But the other good part about that is that he thought he enrolled in classes but did not. Yes. Uh, so on our first day, Max and I had classes to go to, and GJ found out he had no classes to go to. because He, he had only actually- put them in the shopping cart and had not checked out, <laughs> so he went to his first class and wasn't on the register. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did not actually enroll, so it That's, took him a while to... So, to figure it out. I think he left. That was his first day and his last day. Uh, yeah. Grand opening, grand closing. Yes, so I, I, <laughs> believe, his, I believe you're right. On his career, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll tell you what. I really want to get GGA on here on the After Brunch podcast. <laughs> um, guys, thank you so much. Thanks for having me, guys. This was a lot of fun. Oh, it was I had, great. I had a great time. It was Max, awesome. Booz, is there anything you would like to, uh, to, to plug on the end of this podcast? I mean, don't, you can, don't black out and ride bikes. <laughs> it will end in a hospital bill. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I, I feel like this is what I think we need to make note is this is the time where I took it off the rails. You were the parent in this situation and I took it off the rails. Yeah. Usually it's the other way, but I did it and you were like, Hey, Chris, let's rein it in. I feel good about that. Oh, we have enough time. Let's talk about your stupid tattoo. Uh, next. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll go first. I have a tattoo of my dead friend on my butt cheek. Yeah, that is a terrible. Actually, <laughs> honestly, you should have gone last because that is way more embarrassing than Boots's tattoo. No, it's not. I have a, I have a religious tattoo of a religion that I don't believe in anymore. That <laughs> <laughs> I got when I was eighteen. I don't. Yeah, but I think if you, other than people that know how to read what language, <laughs> Hebrew, Hebrew, yeah. yeah. Uh, 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 apparently, Amy. I always forget that Amy knows how to read. Hebrew, yeah. and she really knows how to read Hebrew, where she's oh, yeah. like, look what that says. That's stupid. She was like, yeah, she knows. I, like, I don't know. She knows. She knows like, what it says. I just got it translated. And that's the thing. is I like 18. She, she only uses that power to embarrass people. That's what she does. Um, <laughs> well, she's very good at it because she did it to me <laughs> multiple times. Um, but I have a stupid tattoo that is now covered up that I had the octopus tattoo. Oh, I never remember the octopus ones. Well, we all remember. The, well, I remember the, the here. Balls. No, no, no. Yeah, it's, it's not anymore. No, it's it looks been, good now. It's been covered up. But at the time, I went to a tattoo place, and I I, I paid 300 bucks and it was wait, a one-time you, thing. Wait, your tattoo covered up? Like, what, what you happened? You didn't see it? No. You've never seen the cover-up on the balls? Like, you can't see it now. Oh. But you used, you don't remember, you remember the tattoo I'm talking about, though, right? The yeah. head of the octopus looked just like a nutsack. Testicles. Like, uh, a straight hardcore. up. Hardcore. Two soft nuts. With, like, <laughs> with pubic like hairs. Pubic dots, yeah. It was not even, it wasn't like, ah, oh, if you really squint, you could see some balls. Like, it was testicles. There's a reason that Chris King rarely wore, I've never seen him in um, a sleeveless shirt. Uh, I mean, maybe now that you got it covered up, but yeah, back yeah, in the day. Yeah, no, 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 no. Oh, God, and no. I hated it so much. I hated it. And, and, and finally. It looks good now. Yeah, and well, I remember, I remember we worked at McNiven's, and I remember it, unveiling it. Like I had, I had just gotten it. <laughs> I'm sure, Brenner ripped you a new asshole. <laughs> well, 
It was Stu, actually. Uh, <laughs> but I, we were sitting there. You, Dyke, you've been in these meetings before, the, the shift meetings where you, you're sitting at the bar and, we're, and, and Stu, the owner, is going through kind of the things. And we kind of just like chit-chat, too. And, and I said, uh, I got a new tattoo, and, and Stu said, let me see it. And it was this octopus that I had just gotten, and I pull it up, and he was the first one that said, the head looks like balls. <laughs> And it did. It did. exactly like and, But I had that, that balls tattoo for a good two years uh, before I finally just, I literally was in my apartment and I just like, I'm tired of this. I got up and I drove to, at the time it was Irish Inc. I took my bike and I rode down Irish Inc. I'm like, just please cover this up. And that's how it happened. But for two years, I had testicles in my arm. <laughs> so I, I don't know about, I now, mean, you're. Now they're only in his hand. <laughs> I think your friend butt tattoo is probably more embarrassing, but no one saw it. But. That balls tattoo, especially like the person, the girl I was dating at the time, she loves showing people that. She's she like, yeah. like, hey, have you seen Chris's balls but, tattoo? But wait, so do you have a, a, a picture of your friend on your I've butt or a tattoo that your friend did on your butt? Oh, yeah, you've, like never a, seen, you've never seen it? Don't do it. Don't pull it <laughs> no, out. Don't pull it out. Look what yeah. you did. Look what you did. Uh, no, I'll it. show it to you. Yeah, no trouble. <laughs> However, <laughs> how much time we got left? Uh, the, we don't have any time. Oh. We're really past the time, but I mean, right. I'll show it to you off air. Okay. We'll see you next time. I mean, we can say that you're showing it right now. We I'm showing it to you right now. All right, there's your butt. All right, thanks Bye. everybody. Bye guys. Bye. Thank you.